This is Richard Fordham with a Spotify, iTunes podcast and an Anchor podcast called Vesuvius. And I'm here with my two younger daughters, Rosie and Izzy. And Izzy will introduce the uh, event. Abandonment issues. Right, we've now uh, generally established the territory which we're going to cover, which could possibly go on for about 15 hours, but we'll try and condense it down to a mere few minutes. Now, um, I've got Asperger's, and one of the, not terribly strongly, because I couldn't exist otherwise, lots of famous people have it, by the way, and I'm not one of them, but um, it does involve certain characteristics, one of which means you're not very socially aware, so you bump into people. And another thing, which is rather more difficult, is you can't look them in the eye. That's a characteristic of Asperger's, yeah. and I'm very typical of that. Uh, another thing is that in social circumstances, you can sometimes freeze. So I've been at dinner parties where I've been able only to look at the table rather than actually at other people, and that's rather mm. discomforting. Um, how would you describe ADHD from your inside, Izzy? Um, I have Asperger's aspergic tendencies so i don't know i was i haven't haven't been actually diagnosed with it but um i would probably say yeah i agree with all that um yeah it's just kind of the sleep issues seem to be one of the most important things with that with adhd a- what a- oh you want me to describe ADHD? We're, we're talking about this oh yeah. i thought we were oh, okay no you're doing HD, yeah yeah, yeah. um adhd uh, basically it's kind of like you have something called sensory overload which basically means that there's a lot of things going on at the same time. The way I can explain it is like you're in traffic, but your windows are open and like you can hear everyone's conversation, all the car horns, all the noises of the car, but like just much louder than they would be normally. Incredibly confusing. And um, yeah, I have, I would say ADHD is the same thing where you can't, you'll find it very hard to um, look at people's eyes. I don't know if it's because you're having... Because with ADHD, you have a lot of thoughts going on. You can probably tell from me talking, but you have a lot of thoughts going on, so you have to kind of really focus. And most people and most humans find it easier to focus when they're, like, not looking at someone because they're getting distracted by their features mm-hmm. and everything yes, like that. that's the point. Indeed. So I look at the wall when I'm thinking, like, having a conversation with someone. Yeah. But um, me and Rosie both have depression, but yeah. Rosie's better at describing it because she's had it for longer. Well, yeah, no, depression, I mean... The only way to describe it is probably like a, you have like a black fog around you and you sort of believe that's what the world really is. You can't see any hope, anything positive, and you believe everyone that talks about positivity and hope, they're just kidding themselves. It doesn't really exist because in reality the world's a dark, depressing place and it's horrible. Mm. You don't see the point in getting out of bed, you don't see the point in showering. Seeing people seems like the biggest, even replying to a text feels like the biggest effort in the world, like draining and seeing people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But again, everyone has different kinds of depression. Everyone exactly. I can only speak from my. Well, would thoughts. you say you're? Because based um, that I don't know if you know this, but there's like high functioning, high and, functioning low functioning. and low functioning. So I'm probably more on the low functioning end of the spectrum because when what is I, that? But describe. But so when I'm low functioning, it means you can't you can't really go around your daily activities. You need to call into work and take time off. You you can't really go about life in a normal way whereas a high functioning mm. depressive person can do everything normally but they just have this overwhelming mm. feeling of not being able to feel 
happiness. Yeah. And I would say that You're high I'm high-functioning for sure. Yeah. Oh. Where I have, like, pockets. Because for a long time I thought I had bipolar, which is mm. bipolar is, like, when you're... Like, Manic depressive. Yeah, mm, like, when right. you're depressed and really happy. But actually it's just because I'm high-functioning mm. because I can be happy and I can, like, yeah, interact with Yeah, that's the people. thing people don't understand about depression. It's not... You don't have... I mean, obviously you have to have a period about a month of feeling this way, but not every single day is going to be an absolutely pitch black dark day no. you will have windows of feeling a bit better but it doesn't mean that you're out of the depressive episode but you're so yeah. both of you are so amazingly self-aware one of yeah. the things about my condition mm. and it, the trouble is my condition in inverted commas includes asperger's but it also includes being brought up on a farm in the middle of nowhere mm. yeah. and having this remarkable fact and which obviously no one could have again is my mother's best boyfriend was shot out of the sky in a spitfire during the Battle of Britain when I was born. Mm. And my father was incredibly guilty because he sent two, or his wife and two children had gone to Australia and he mm. loved his older daughter passionately. Yeah. And so when I was born, he was absolutely, had a nervous breakdown with guilt, as you can yeah. imagine he might. And so she was having a, a breakdown thinking of her boy, her beloved boyfriend, Jeff, falling out of the mm. sky. Yeah. He was having a, and it's been described to me by an analyst I went to, that the, the adult emotions are far too strong for this infant. Mm-hmm. And so the infant turned its head in like that yeah. and became, in effect, blind, which I yeah. have been all of yeah. my, terribly blind. I'm about to, I've been operated on one eye, and I will in six months be able to see out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in two weeks' time, I'll be operated on the other eye, and I'll mm-hmm. be able to see out of that. But uh, all my life, I've been blind because of the... Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't just Asperger's, it was yeah. the emotional well, storm yeah, I think when I was always, born. You've always had a hard time like with emotions and stuff like yeah. that like yeah. you feel a lot but you find it hard to kind express of express it. them yeah well it was recognizing probably... sorry to interrupt i haven't quite okay. finished the, the when i went into analysis which was jenny's suggestion thank goodness um or I, I, I always said to the people i saw i want to join the human race so i knew mm-hmm. i wasn't part yeah. of it because mm-hmm. i was kind of other and peculiar. i remember you telling me that yeah and it, it's absolutely true i was other because when i see people i was at undergrad at, at, at cambridge with they look at me like i'm from a different planet yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a remarkable feeling to look at people's eyes it must say, be very like, isolating yeah for you yeah. i mean that's but I, the thing is what's confusing is i had a very isolated childhood on a farm yeah. in the middle of nowhere yeah. with a nice brother but nothing to do with me and so I was right on my own until mm, 20. Mm-hmm. And that was quite a big shock. So you were brought up in isolation. Absolute isolation. You weren't built to... Because, I mean, some people who are born or, you know, develop... I don't really know Asperger's. If you're born or develop it, I'm still on the fence with all that. No, you're yeah. born with it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with it. Mum and Rose. Myself. Ma- I have my own theories. Yeah, <laughs> I do have my own theories with that. But if you were born into a family that were very loving and very connected and ah. progressively kept you connecting, uh-huh. you probably, you know, your upbringing has definitely either worsened it. Do you think it's worsened? Oh, worsened it. But yeah. my parents That's were neither of them. My, my father was running away from life, all his life. My mother was a, a peculiar woman who was very aggressive. And so she that's why she'd never married until she was 35. She got pregnant yeah. with this chap mm. um, who was, was himself divorced, my yeah. father. And so the whole thing was... And they were... My father was very isolated, didn't speak really very much. Uh, and uh, my mother was rather unusual in her sense. They weren't at all the kind of I mean, loving fair, environment you're talking I'd about. I'd say you grew up in a space which was isolating, but also where you didn't really learn how to communicate. No, exactly. Yeah, you so I think tools. even if you were born... Like with Asperger's or what Rosie thinks, like it just ha- it happened because of circumstance. Yeah. yeah, circumstance. But like, I think that like, um, it was really enhanced, and I think that's the same as me. 
Mm-hmm. Like I be- I believe I but was. But you were brought somewhat... up in a very social environment. No, I know, but I mean, no, but that's why I don't have. That's why I mean I don't have Asperger's. I yeah. have Asperger's tendency, so sometimes ah. I have the t- like what you have. Mm. But I mean, in terms of ADHD, things that have happened to me in my life have enhanced it. Yeah. Like traumatic. Absolutely. Traumatic experiences. Circum- experiences. Yeah. Yes. Just constant. If you have constant mm. traumatic things going on mm-hmm. throughout your childhood you're gonna have heighten, something heighten whatever condition, heighten whatever condition you have yeah yes that's absolutely i'm sure that's absolutely true i mean that, that's what happened to me i mean because it wasn't till i was i was off in my 50s you see before i started going to analysts and saying i want to join the human race for the last 50 yeah. years mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. not being in the human and you race. only when did you because like you only start realizing you had asked by just like what like three oh, years ago oh, exactly but the, this joining the human race thing happened probably about 15 years ago. And that was um, the start of you what thinking. The analysts, I, I saw a series of analysts, Jungian, Freudian, you name it, and they were all pretty hopeless. And I saw one who was brilliant, through, again, through Janie, her friend, Belinda or Brown or something. But um, anyway, the point is, he said, now look, make a diary, go home and think, did I feel angry there? Did I feel sad there? Mm-hmm. I never in my life thought of being angry or sad, by the mm. way. Yeah. So it was completely new to me. That's I Asperger's. Went, yeah, probably. And I went, I went back and made all... He didn't say that, but it may well be true. I've watched a lot of videos on like Asperger's, and I think a lot of the time people say that they feel like a robot, like yeah. they feel like a machine. So that yeah. kind of would link to you feeling like Android you were Android in the name in exactly. my song. Yeah. <laughs> so like you need to yeah. press a button, you need to press a button saying I'm yeah. sad. Yeah. Press a button to say I'm angry. Yeah. Like you almost need to decide that's what you're gonna mm. do. Yeah, quite. I think in the since you've become since you've realised you have it, you've become a lot better at, um, like. Expressing expressing your emotions yeah. and being a cert, like being what you actually feel because now you realize you have it and that's the great thing about realizing you have a condition. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I completely believe in having a diagnosis. Of does something. it help with your depression? I think yeah, I think it does because it makes you feel less alone. You can look into other people who have it and how they talk mm-hmm. about it. And when you hear someone else talk about it and talk about it in exactly the same way you experience it. Yes makes you feel so much less alone that would be good but do yeah. you have any friends who are depressive so you can talk to them personally yeah i do i mean all my friends have st- like spells of anxiety and depression i've got a couple of friends who are also like um, chronically depressed like oh. me so yeah it's oh, really you're, you're chronically you think we yeah, should probably say what med- if we're on medication because yeah. i'm on dad you're not are you on any medication i'm on because i have I'm not on ADHD medication because mm. it would kind of mess up, but I'm on anxiety and depression. I didn't even mention I have really bad anxiety. Yeah, but really to be bad. honest, I don't think I even really thought about it because you've been on the medication. I've been on medication and I just don't think about it anymore until, yeah. unless it's like three a.m. and suddenly it hits me. Yeah, because it's been twelve hours over my since yeah. I've taken my pill. Yeah, but yeah, I'm on um Sertraline. I'm on Cytolpram and I've been on it for about five months and it changed my life absolutely beneficially uh, yeah. yeah it changed our, I would say me and Rosie because we're sisters and we had a mm. bit of a spell patch I would say because of our conditions really uh, yeah well, actually yeah 100% yeah but um, since Rosie's been on the mild relationship got a lot better definitely really yeah, yeah. Oh, good. 100% well, and I, also, got, there isn't a medication for Asperger as far well as I know yeah there isn't no. there's only like 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 mum talks about diets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, diets. I suppose CBT probably. therapy. I mean, CBT could probably yeah, that's true. Do something. What does CBT? This is cognitive. Rosie explains. This is something mum wants me to. Cognitive do. behavioral therapy, and it's sort of. I mean, I don't know too much about it, but it's more like a practicing therapy. So you're practicing things and mm. creating new neural pathways. That sounds good. That, that sounds a good yeah. idea. Mm. Yeah. 
bit late for me, but I'm... Uh... Never too late. Yeah, it's never too late. <laughs> never too late. But in terms of... Because what we wanted to talk about was, like, in terms of growing up and stuff. Yeah. Like, Rosie is seven years older than me. I'm yeah. 20 and she's... 26. Yeah. And Dad's... Uh... 77 coming up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we have really big age gaps. But, I mean, like, yeah. in terms of growing up, I have really different to Rosie. Because, obviously, mm. when I was, like zero she was seven yeah when i was seven she was like 14 mm-hmm. so we have different well we and have... also we didn't like i don't even know if like i don't know if you even thought is something wrong with my dad or did you just think no I that's didn't... my dad i did yeah i didn't think anything was wrong with dad i just remember getting embarrassed by you a lot yeah <laughs> i think i'm on dad it's, it's, it's like the natural thing though you know <laughs> There'd be like little things like from a very young age I'd be aware of it. Really? If we went to a restaurant and say a waiter brought over the wrong thing, Dad would start rocking and saying "stupid boy, stupid boy," and oh. it, the the waiter would think he was talking to him. It would get very embarrassing, but Dad was actually talking to himself yeah. and like rocking and looking at the table saying "stupid boy, stupid boy." It would be like little things like that that at a very young age I could tell. How amazing! No one, everyone around was sort of looking as well. Like that's not how Good we God. behave. No, yeah. it's not how we behave. But you probably just thought he was different. I just thought, oh or, dear, I've got one of those embarrassing, embarrassing dads. dads. You know, like yeah. everyone's a bit embarrassed of their dad every now and again. Yeah. I've just got one of them. How interesting! But I suppose more on the um emotional side of things, I don't. I think I never knew if you loved me or not until oh. I was older. Because you just didn't go oh, down those... Oh, com- like, didn't explain And it's way. not your fault, because obviously you didn't have the tools anyway no. to like kind of just do the little things that someone does yeah. just I to see. show that they're there for you or to show that they care. But I, mean, I remember... I, I'm sure that's absolutely right. But yeah. I remember long before Izzy was born, we went on holiday to Italy once, and it was a time when you were probably about three or four, mm. and you were passionately keen to get married. Yeah. And so I was your yeah. husband. I I did your yeah. husband. We went down. We went. It was very sweet. We had all these flowers down a little row. Yeah. And we went back to the beginning of the row, and I then took Ro- little Rosie's arm, and we yeah. walked down the aisle, yeah. being husband or about to be yeah, husband yeah, yeah. and wife. And what was that? Your way of showing that you love her, kind of. No, it's got nothing to do with anything. I'm just saying when Rosie says quite rightly, I wasn't doing the sort of loving things that uh, the father would normally do. The thing do is, I daughter. would say I you... was doing. I, I was doing a sort of loving thing, yeah. like, things like that. Yeah. And that picture that I wrongly gave you, Izzy, which was me, yes. uh, you sort of tickling your toes up yeah, in the water. Yeah, yeah. Me, well, uh, that was all very loving. That was all mm-hmm. very lovingly done. Because yeah. we went to a holiday when we first went. We didn't have that much money. We went to some holiday villa in the middle of a swamp. Yeah. And there, there were all sorts of very uninflated um, little swimming pools which had been used by... They all had punctures in. And I rushed around filling them with water and pumping mm. them with air. And, we, and you went... Tiny little Rosie went around and jumped into each one. Yeah. Had a little, had little splash in it. And then yeah. went to the next one. Yeah. I remember, would say... Do you remember any of that? No, I don't. I think I'm, I'm remembering more of like maybe my, you know, from ages 8 to oh, 15. Much later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I would say with Asperger's, I feel like because you're not emotionally connected, I'd say that doing things and actions is how you show... Yeah, but I think so it, like, for me, it also, like you were saying, it feels very mechanical. It never feels like someone's got you, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah. I well, can't explain I mean, it. that's because... Are you meaning then what... or now? Or yeah, that's what I mean, then. because yeah. that's, that's, that's what's different between me and Rosie, because mm. I did. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't know if that's because you, like, 
it was to do with it was because it was seven years later yeah or it, there was a change and dad yeah. had seven years of i mean obviously you'd already There's had also, children uh, it, there, it, uh, well i'd obviously have children and i i, I mean i actually love my three older children but they had nothing like the same experience that you did yeah but i'm glad you had a far better experience yeah but i'm sorry they had not such a good experience because but it, it's, it's you know that's but, just life you but, weren't ready but the thing is what i was going to say was what you must take into account is your different personalities because mm. you're radically different personalities oh, yeah definitely you yeah, look much more like me but i think you're probably more like Jane. You need more affection. And you're, like you're more like me, but don't look like me. Yeah, properly. yeah. So well, thank God. I well, beg your pardon. Well, Daddy, come on. I'm you're male, a man. But I mean, no. But there's a female. Yeah, but just that I look like him. No, you have much me? more. I. No, 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 Daddy. The, I, the I, I, I think I look like you, without the nose. <coughs> oh, okay. I. Oh. Can I crack a window open? Yeah, of course. I'm just but, cracking a window open, everyone. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all right. It's alright, it's open now, I think. No, it's not. No, it wasn't open enough. Carry on. Anyway, the the thing is that there is a different pers- difference of personality. And certainly the um, fact that there was a seven-year age gap meant... Now, we're carrying on from where we were talking about the different personalities of Rosie and Izzy. And the fact that they were experiencing me in different ways was also partly to do with different personality. But also the fact that Rosie was... The first child I'd had for 20 years, yeah. and I was probably learning a bit how to do it, as of course Janie was learning how yeah, to do it. Yeah, her first so it was her first daughter. Child. And so there was a whole lot of, and a whole lot of issues, um, which I, you can't separate all these events from the character mm. of the child. Yeah. And the fact that we were told that you, your interior wasn't designed, completely connected up, out of it. Uh, completely connected up made us both absolutely terrified yeah. when you were born yeah. and then you were tested and found to be perfect you're right i've since realized that these damn doctors really should be given a uh, because the fact is people's bodies in the womb yeah. join up at different rates in different ways and so you can find lots of bits aren't joined up and it seems awfully alarming but it actually it isn't when they get born everything is connected up yeah. as was the case with baby rose when it was when she was born everything was perfect and luckily the the doctor we had a different. Are you talking doctor. about limbs or are you talking about mental? No, I'm talking about interior, like her your organs. Uh, yes, your oh, liver right. wasn't connected to your kidneys or something. That was the case with Rosie when just before was she was born. There was a big lack of connection between this thing and the that thing in in the interior of the tummy. Um, but it doesn't matter because it that. all gets well. I know you didn't know that. It doesn't it doesn't Rosie matter? Didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, it was the case. We were told. That's so weird. Well, I know I had is, problems what the doctors should not have done is say to the parents, oh, we're terribly afraid that your, your daughter may have a problem, which is this is not connected to that. Mm. Well, when you were born, really, your wicks whisked off immediately and uh, carefully mm. examined, and everything was connected perfectly. So by the time she was born, it was all, so absolutely all right. And it must I think have happened it, within days. It was to do with the fact that the, the, that hospital... I can't remember the name of. I think we're going off topic a little um, bit here. Though. We are well, going a bit we off are. topic. Well, the, well, talking about the origins of how people felt. I, I don't feel. so much believe that your birth creates okay. your entire personality, though. I do. I think it's how to. Well, in do. my case, it did do because of the fact that there were the emotional I, I storms going on. I think there's probably more to your story than just the way you were born, though. Okay. I would say that it has some something, part, but because not I know the for a fact cause. that me having me being born through a cesarean has contributed to my mental state. Really? Because yeah. Rosie was born and pl- No, but I'm planned. Yeah. Planned and a caesarean. Ah. Has, has, for some reason, I don't... I, I said it one day that was really good. It was, like, something to do with me feeling that... Um, I don't know, like, not... Because I wasn't connected to human nature because human nature makes the woman, like, ready to give birth and that's when the universe mm. is ready for you to come in kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
I feel like because I was planned on a certain date, I kind mm. of feel like I that contributes to me not feeling connected. Before, yeah. but you, know, feeling... you were born before you were gen- genuinely ready to be born. Well, yeah, naturally. Yeah. But, but like, is... obviously, I'm not. That's not my whole existence. It's not. The, it's, but it's not true either because. Janie's construction was such that she couldn't have a baby. No, Daddy, I know. So uh, both of you wouldn't have been born. No, but I mean, that's just t- how I feel sometimes. Oh, right. well, just... well, there may be some truth in it. But, um, yeah, if we go back on topic, in terms of, like, mm. our personalities, I'm more sensitive, I think. So, I think in t- so like, if we go to, like, things. eight or ten or whatever, like what you were saying yeah. before, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so you were saying that you, like, would have embarrassing... Yeah, I'd feel very embarrassed, and I'm very, I'm like a very prideful person anyway. So I do feel these things on quite a deep level. So mm-hmm. embarrassment really does hit me. Okay. Whereas like, yeah, when we would go out for dinner, like me and Rosie, when obviously I was growing up, mm. ro- we would go out for dinner, and like Rosie be cringing and like embarrassed mm. about certain things, where I would just be laughing. Yeah, exactly. So, and I yeah. don't know if that's because I connected with her, because I have Asperger tendencies, and obviously ADHD and Asperger yeah. are in the same family. Yeah. So I. And maybe I was feeling secondhand embarrassment from mum, and because I was an only child for those seven years, mm. I might have been connecting more with how mum was feeling, if that makes sense. But I don't know if she was embarrassed or not, actually. I, I, don't, I don't know either. I probably, I just, know. I just probably didn't ask her. I probably think she probably just got used to it. Yeah, exactly. I think also from an Asperger's point of view, because of the eye contact problem, and mm. I think socially you find it harder to talk to a group of people. So if there's yes. a group mm. of That's people, what you will sure. just focus on one person. I will. I think growing up, I felt invisible because you that one person would always be mum unless mm-hmm. we were on our own. So that's like another thing of, I'm not connected to my father oh, at yeah. all. He doesn't see me. Yes. But it's not like a... It, um, well, I'm it just can't thinking be about the experience. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I'm so that's probably why I didn't feel that because I first of all, I had you growing up. Yeah. And second of all... I did that too. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't, like... Yeah, and you're I very, have... like, self-reliant as well. Well, yeah, but, I like, in terms of affection and comfort and, yeah. like, eye contact from a young age, like... Mm. Yeah, like what you said, I am independent, but, like, I would do that too. I remember from young ages not looking people's faces. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I... That's part of my idea. Whereas that's important to me. That so was really the important to you. Yeah. But the uh, another as- an aspect of ADHD, which we haven't touched on, really, is the not going to sleep thing. So I got this poem. I I must convince you. Oh yeah. But I, I, the ADHD I poem. It. Yeah. I read it. But it, I couldn't think you could see all of it. But one of the things was he was talking about being up all night, mm. and it's an awful thing. I know. I know. I never thought of it as being ADHD, but I knew you were always up all night. I remember you used to have nights where you couldn't sleep though. Or was that just that was just due to stress? Not very much. It would, oh. would have been stress, yes. But that would be direct work stress rather than um, anything else. <gasps> oh, but it's still recording. Yes, it's still yeah. recording. Um, don't worry, machine, you're fine. Is it still but, working? But, but you would watch. I think he would come. You would also you would watch episodes of Friends time and over and over and over again all through the night. Oh, I do that you? as well. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. I used to sneak down you. when we lived at Levery Road when I was like seven or eight and turn on the TV and sleep on the sofa so I could listen to it there. Oh Lord, on How was that? Yeah. Oh Lord. I was like seven. Well, Friends is very very nice thing. A yeah. Very comforting thing. We once went, you know, Jane and I, to watch a live performance of the man who is the tall Luke. He gave a very, yeah. good, a very good play. Yeah, Ross. Ross. I did not know that. He, 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 he Yes, he was a very good What would you say, if we change the subject, what would you say, like, for each of our, whatever, like, what would you call it? For each of our conditions, conditions mental what would you say is, like, a comfort? Oh, yeah, like, that's a good one. Help. Mm, help how with do you cope? the condition. Yeah. Like, if... If I were to suggest, I would say that yours is gardening. 
and like nature. Yeah, keeping busy probably. Or, well, like, possibly keeping busy is true because my older daughter, uh, Medini, always says, "You won't stop till you're dead." You know. Yeah. So I, she, I remember. Uh, she I always said, that. "Relax, relax." And I said, "Well, I, I'm busy doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm busy doing that." Mm-hmm. It may be that is part of it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. It's not consciously part of it. Yeah. By the way. Uh, because I've got this huge garden to manage now. And I Do you can't. ever feel overwhelmed? I feel very uh, too busy because I've got far too no, many. No, but in sense of not social situations, do you ever feel overwhelmed? Or is it? Or do you feel like you've got a level head? Probably only if, I've, if I'm going into a very big meeting when I don't know anyone. Yeah. I've done that sometimes. I don't feel very overwhelmed. It doesn't last very long. Mm. You used to tell me, though, when you're at dinner parties, you'd because we because something that we do share mm. me and dad is a sensory overload when i was yeah. talking about with the adhd like dad has sensory mm. overload with yeah me, with asperger's yeah so like something you did tell me like a while ago like a year ago is when you had dinner yes. like you would be hearing everyone's conversations and that's why you had to focus on one person i don't know that i don't remember saying that because i didn't consciously think it probably is true but what i found when i first got to know Janie, she had a group of maybe half a dozen friends, yeah. and we'd all meet for dinner, which is fine. And I knew all of them, and I liked all of them, mm. no problem at all. But if we sat round a table, say six round a table, mm. I couldn't look at all of them. Uh, I looked at the table. Mm-hmm. I, I somehow I could, as you said, Rosie, I can talk to one person mm-hmm. as focus yeah. on the one person, and that looks very abnormal. If you go on for three hours talking to the one yeah. person, the one person gets a bit uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> and the rest get to be slightly mad. Yeah. So obviously it's not good. But that's why that's what whether that was clinging to one person for safety, mm. or because I could only can I could only manage to absorb one person's input. I don't know. No, but it's probably an Asperger thing. Mm. What yeah. do you do to cope with ADHD then? Um, I'd say, um, closing windows mm-hmm. for like the majority. Like metaphorical I love... windows, you mean? Or no, no, no. Like actually closing Natural. windows oh, in, really? ter- in terms of sound. Because yeah. obviously oh. I live in the city. I live in Brighton. Mm-hmm. I don't live in the countryside like you, Dad. So like, right now I'm fine. Because yeah. all I can hear are little chirps of birds mm-hmm. and like so minimizing cars. the noises. Minimizing, uh, yeah, noises, and um, on a bad day like shutting blinds because mm-hmm. I have I have light sensitivity I don't know if you have mm-hmm. that where like I do yeah. yeah so like I can literally it can be blinding yeah um but like in social situations I'd probably say I do do some what you what you do or like or something I've developed that is actually quite clever that mm. maybe yeah mm. is that I do the same thing as you where I'll talk it will be like I'm talking to one person mm. but it will be a whole group so I'll talk to a whole mm. group but I won't be looking at any of their faces yeah you do do that yeah, yeah. but it, so in my head I'm just talking to one person mm. so it makes it much easier do you get what I'm way saying to yeah. transition it yeah it? but that's so, awfully clever to do I couldn't yeah. do that yeah. and that's how I've created such a big social mm. group is because I can talk to lots of people but mm. I subconsciously imagine that it's one person yeah that's really one. clever and that's how I've developed but you don't it. have you, you recognise this Rosie, but you mm. don't have these characters you haven't got no. ADHD or Asperger no no I don't just the good old depression but you <laughs> and don't, anxiety but you, you recognise what is it are you saying you oh, also oh we have body dysmorphia person? but I mean uh, that yeah, wasn't really the main that's one that's different yeah yeah but body does that do you know what that's what is dysmorphia? I mean, obviously, that's another one where it's very specific to who you are and what your experiences are. The way I experience it is that you sort of see a different version of yourself than maybe how other people tell you. So, I, for example, I think I'm just a very ugly person. Yeah. I, I just think I'm repulsive to look at. Yeah. But 
you can't really see in the mirror what reality is and you can't well, you're believe. You never have been. Exactly. Well, this is the thing, you don't believe people. You'll make up, your mind will literally make up stories. Yeah. Oh, they're only saying that to be nice. I'm only saying that yeah. because he's my father. You know, you start to make, it's your mind playing all these so little tricks on you. So you can't objectively look at a picture of yourself and say that looks no, exactly. Yeah. I, 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 think I don't like photos being taken of me. It's because I genuinely <laughs> yeah. think I'm just That's what a I really need, ugly person. This is what's so great about all these different things because yeah. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Like, the only way I have that is if I've lost a lot of weight and I see myself oh, yeah. Bigger, but that's yeah. nowhere near compared to what it is yeah. and that's what's crazy because obviously i can mm. tell rosie how, loads of times how mm. much like adhd is but she'll never fully understand exactly because it. it's your own personal and then even if I you're talking it's... to other people the same problem same issue it's different even then but you can still slightly relate exactly. i think one of the issues that i that, that what you say brings mm. to mind is this imagining of yourself as ugly which mm. is quite untrue really, mm. and I, I really am not uh, objective enough to mean <laughs> that you're actually very attractive and always yeah. have been. Thank you. I mean, God damn it, you've been attractive for all of the 26 years you've been around. <laughs> but the thing oh, is that, that uh, you, um, your imagining of yourself as ugly mm. explains how you dress yourself up in the most beautiful way mm. when you go out. Because you can't, I've always been told yeah. this by Jane, you can't go out unless you spend about two hours doing yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Well, that that, that inc- implies an incredible uh, inferiority complex exactly. about your appearance. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, the trouble is the result of it conveys a rather false impression to the outside mm-hmm. world. It's a so mask. A man, it's armor. I know. If yeah. a man meets, the, the point I wanted to make is that the saying. man meets a person with this uh, a stunning mask on the head, yeah. you are that person. Yeah, I get you're not what that you're person. saying. I get so it's very saying. misleading. Yeah. So if you could learn to go out sometimes not totally dolled up. Down. But it's a it's a contradictory thing because Rosie will like dress up because she has to because she wants to look I good. I also do no, enjoy and, then, and no but yeah oh, what I was saying is yeah. it's contradictory because you'll dress up and you'll look nice and then you'll also say, Oh but they just see me for what I'm wearing. 100%. Oh they just that's what's so funny about it's it so because funny. it's do you get it? Like it's contradictory So I'll dress up but then I'll blame a man for only wanting to exactly. dress up. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I yeah, know it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, you you get yourself in these little Well cycles. that's that's sort of what I was saying. You put it more directly. Yeah. It's, like I mean, sing, that, it's like singing all the time and people and being like, why does everyone say I'm a singer? Yeah, like, it's exactly. like that. Like, it's so true. But, but one of the things that is worth mentioning is, and it, it's a compensating thing to ADHD, is that your singing is actually incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And your songs are incredibly beautiful. Well, and that's a kind of compensated. Outlets? Oh Would yeah, you so that's a coping mechanism for your. That might be. Definitely. It might well be. Yeah. Well, I I see gardening as creative. You have to think like you're thinking what colour rose would be good here. Mm. What. Mm-hmm. That's not point not one percent of the time. Most of the time, it's planting the effing thing and minding mm-hmm. it. Uh, so I can assure That's you distractions. that um, I can assure you that mm. uh, you, I don't, well, I, I, I wouldn't, I've always liked, I'm, I'm a, a Taurus and so mm-hmm. Taurus is like digging things. Mm. I've, I've always, yeah, I've brought up on a farm. Yeah. I was brought up on a farm anyway, so I had to dig and mm. cut things and so on. Whereas you but I still am. Leo, I'm an Aries. What does that mean you do? Aries, they're headstrong, they don't like to be told what to do. But it's, uh, let's not get into it because there's the chart and everything like that. It's, it's, it's going to be a whole different yeah. podcast, but that the, one. The, 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 the thing about sleep and ADHD is very strongly in there. I mean... Is there any way of dealing with it? Because uh, otherwise your whole life is spent being awake at night. Well, this is the thing because I would say that ADHD and anxiety come hand in hand in terms oh. of... I don't know which one feeds which, but I'd probably guess that, that ADHD feeds the anxiety, probably. But like... um. Because of my ADHD, I think really, really fast, and I speak really, really fast. Mm. If someone with ADHD has anxiety compared to someone who doesn't have ADHD, mm. the person without ADHD will be like, some just a normal person with anxiety, they'll just be thinking, oh, God, 
this, 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 and this. Oh, like they can still get really wound up and it'll be a horrible time for them. But with someone with ADHD, is it's constant. Like, imagine with just a normal person with ADHD with hundreds and hundreds of thoughts. If you add anxiety onto that, all those thoughts are anxious mm. thoughts. So in terms of sleeping, purely what has helped me is my antidepressants. Before that, but that's only the last few months. Yeah. Do you Before think that, exercise I was... helps when you go to the gym and stuff? Does that make a difference? I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, even walking in the street, which is a form of exercise, helps. Mm, yeah. Well, like if I go that's for what it walk... says in the guide. That's why I was trying to make you walk the other day when you I came to Brighton. It says exercise is the key thing to reducing yeah. ADHD. But unfortunately, in Brighton, like there's just some things that just make me mm-hmm. like I can't go out like I have what's the word called when you stay inside all the time agoraphobia, agoraphobia. I have agoraphobia due to mm. things that happen to me mm-hmm. so like oh it's hand in hand mm. some things mm. but more exercise but is always exercise good is Rosie with you exercise is like oh my god it's life it's, it's changed that helps me sleep it helps my depression oh, good. everything Makes good. a big difference. But does uh, do you think that uh, is there a long term solution to it, or is it with you for it's, life? Uh, it's it's for life, is but it? the long term solution is working on it every single day. There ah. is no I've amounted to this and now I'm fixed. It's an right. everyday practice. But I le- I believe that with everything, you don't have to have a mental yes. problem. Just happiness. Happiness is an everyday choice that you have to actively make. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, Daddy, I'd say with like your Asperger's, like I'd say since you realised you have it, like. There has to be some certain moments where you've thought, don't do that. Like, there has to be, like, a few moments where you've thought, I've got Asperger's, maybe I'm being a bit insensitive. Or... Well, I've, I've said things that have embarrassed people. My poor older children have seen this more than probably you have. Mm. And they say, for God's sake... Do you ever sake, think about, like, because you, after you realise you had... It's it, awfully difficult, because about... uh, the, the last time this happened on a major scale, luckily, it was about three years ago at Kit's wedding. It was awful. Oh, yeah. But um, the thing was, I was drunk. Yeah. Because the people had organised a wedding where we had three hours of doing nothing except drinking champagne. That is something we By the end of that, about. I made a terribly embarrassing. It wasn't actually a major embarrassment, by the way. It was. It became major because uh, my dear elder son took it very badly. I don't even know what but happened. It wasn't. Well, I won't. I won't yeah. bother with it now. But the thing is, the point is, it wasn't terribly bad. But it was tactless. That's the point. Tactless. That's what I tend to be. I think also. I think from my experience, it's been a very fine line between what's Asperger's and what's passive aggression because uh-huh. it can be very blurry and sometimes you're not I'm not entirely sure and I know it's not just me because I have other friends who experience this with people with Asperger's and all these things you can't entirely tell whether they know what they're doing or unconsciously they're actually Quite. just poking you a bit to irritate you Quite. or they yeah. have no idea what are they're you doing. saying that's what someone sees who doesn't have it who, or from, you... from my experience as a daughter of someone yes. with or a sister you sometimes don't know whether they're actually aware of what they're doing, and it can yeah. sometimes get on your nerves. I'd say with like, Asperger's, well, saying, what you're saying, what you're saying, uh, to be clear, yeah. is that sometimes I am aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. You suspect, yeah. and you may be right. You see, I, yeah. I, I'm not. I That's where it gets myself. a bit blurry. Daddy, I'd say you're not unless like someone's you're in a social situation and someone said something rude to you. Like I, I, I'd say you don't do anything on purpose like in terms of rude stuff I don't like, think I do, when you say oh god that man but in a passive fat, aggressive way like passive not... aggression isn't mm. a conscious decision it's more like a, a reflex then, yeah a reflex Rosie says I'm very passive aggressive yeah not, not well, as much. I agree yeah passive-aggressive. I'm passive aggressive there's a, a, a the, the most example best example of passive, passive aggression is when my youngest I got married for the first time and my ex-wife the first ex-wife came to the thing and everyone had to get on a bus for some bizarre reason, a vintage bus, and go off the church in Cornwall. And then she turned up three quarters an hour late. And everyone had to get waiting in the bus. Mm. And when 
uh, there was an American family that uh, when she turned up, this woman said loudly, passive aggressive. Really? In an American voice. And she was. Mm. She couldn't do it boldly, like say, I'm jolly well going to hold a bus up because I don't mm. give an F for you. Mm. Yeah. But she said, she just turned up, she said, I'm doing my hair. It took me three quarters an hour mm. longer than I expected. Mm. And that, that's passive aggressive in capital letters, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Well, I, do, I don't think I quite do that, but I may well do it. I bit. don't think you do, but I think, like what Rosie said, as a younger child, you can perceive it as that. Yeah, just like little, little maybe patronising things that you say. Can, you ah. some, you some, I, I would think I would sometimes, before I, well, because obviously I didn't know you had Asperger, because it would come across as, oh, Dad doesn't like something about me yeah. right now because he's saying no. something yeah. mean. It's because the, the word patronising is a bit uh, of a difficult word. Patronising implies that you are above the person. That's you're how it comes across. But the mind. thing is, often the patronizer mm. is actually rather infi- feeling rather absolutely, inferior. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, so yeah. it's a pretense that absolutely. they're being. Absolutely. The only times I've ever felt like that with people is when I can tell they're being a little bit insecure yeah. because they're trying to feel superior to back themselves up. Yes, quite. Yeah. Support themselves. Whenever you're relaxed, I never ever get that vibe from you at all. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. right now, not that's at all. That's what I mean. I think in social situations. I can be seen as that. Mm, same, and I said, Dad can see that, and you can be seen yeah, as that. Absolutely. I think, to be honest, any anything where someone's stressed with a lot of people under their care, they're just gonna be not, very not their self. Even That's if they don't, true. even if they don't have anything wrong with them. So. Yeah. But it's the way you felt when you were younger, so you can't. Yeah. Like distract from that. I was gonna say something when you're talking. I can't remember. Um. We've been doing this for about an hour, I think. Have we? 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's all right. Well, the last one we did, I did one with Matt, and that was 45 minutes. Okay, we can kind of round up. Mm. Um, obviously, we could probably do another episode another time. We could. Mm. Could you do a clapping thing again? I loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's just round it off, and then <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. But, um, well, how can we round it off, then? I don't know. Let's. We should probably do another episode, Well, we'll I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I, I'd, say, I, I'd say, for my part, having listened to what you said, I'm incredibly illuminated by what you said. Because half of it was what I didn't know. Yeah. Mm. You might think I did, but I didn't. Mm. And so think... I'm really, I'm really grateful to you both for what you've said. Thank you. Because I've under- yeah. I understand myself well, thank you. better. You're so, you're so accepting of things and hearing them so it's well. It's so refreshing. It's, it's like, very, you're, you're not. It's like the sex pistol, pretty vacant. No. <laughs> no. And you're quite... not defensive. You're just very accepting yeah. of things. Yeah. You shock and then you accept. It's so, such a, a strength in a person I think that to be able to hear things and then process them yourself and I, you can say oh, actually you know what I don't agree with that about myself at mm. all because it's only my experience we don't do that with each other it doesn't mean it's fact well it doesn't mean it's fact but I, what you say I believe is absolutely true of how I felt um, it doesn't mean uh, and no but it's also true unfortunately of me like yeah. the like the sort of uh, uh, saying stupid boy to myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was just it's the only example too, I could think it's of. It's all too true. And I, I think afraid. it's interesting from this conversation to see that how different the same person can have an effect on two different yeah. children. Because Rosie has a completely different outlook mm-hmm. to me. Obviously, that's going to happen because we're two different people. Yeah, we're but I mean, like, I had such a like. Yeah. If he's so funny. Obviously, there's some moments where I was yeah. bad. I mean, we haven't even talked about the positives of Asperger's. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything. I know. Well, so maybe how I, about why didn't we make that another episode that, that we talked about I, all the positives? What I got, out, I got out ready to show you. Uh, life is hell, and love is hell. Because I used to read, especially to Izzy, because she used mm. to come and stay with me in my mm-hmm. flat. I used to read Love is Hell. You don't have a little rabbit cartoon? Yeah, I know. Oh my I, god! Freaky little rabbit. I know, I used it's to so love wonderful. Them. Absolutely lovely. So I, before you started listening to Friends non stop, <laughs> uh, 
I was reading you Love is Hell, School is Hell, yeah. and Life is Hell, all those, those ones. By the man who did The Simpsons, a brilliant man. Yeah. Um, Mr. Matt Groening. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're absolutely But yeah, we should make another episode on like positives. I feel like it all I mean, got negatives. Yeah. No, 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 I think there's but lots I'd of say some of, yeah. some of, to be honest, I'd say this, the first episode was just being like truthful. Mm-hmm. So and that I'd say a positive about me, Dad and Rosie is that we are always truthful. We never, yeah. we never lie. Yeah. We're blunt. And I think that's, to be honest, to do with you growing up with two people who are very, very blunt. Mm-hmm. And mum's not blunt at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I think that's a positive in terms think of... That's one of the really positive things I think we both got from dad, is just saying I've, it as I mean, it is without yeah. pussyfooting around. Exactly. Or, like, you know... Even though we didn't live with dad, like... Well, well I mean, I did. Well, most like, of well, yeah, uh, quite a long time. I mean, yeah. you were Well, you were in our five. lives forever, so it's Yes, like... I was never gone. I was always coming back. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, and I'm saying you were gone. I mean, after like... After you were five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah... We can do another episode. Yeah, the let's do the, do your okay. clapping. Thanks for listening. <laughs> ADHD. Asperger's. Depression. Abandonment issues. <laughs>